1: Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franci. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. All of our shows can be heard live exclusively here on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. We're broadcasting from their state-of-the-art studios in the Tech Space facility in Costa Mesa, California. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening to the show live during our broadcast times. The show is brought to you by our commercial sponsors, Brandman University, Commercial Bank, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and The Center Club. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience, of CEOs of middle market companies to make better and more informed decisions. And, ooh, our first guest can certainly help you do that. Our first guest is Jeff Black. He is a partner at McDermott & Bull, and he's one of the few repeat guests that we wanted to have back. Jeff's got some great insights and information that I can't wait to get to. But, Jeff, first of all, welcome to the program.
2: Thanks, Rick. It's really great to be back, and it's always great to do anything with you. I've known you a long time, and it's great to be part of this.
1: You're such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy, ladies and gentlemen, and genuine, too. It's wonderful to have you on the program. Let's start by talking about you. Tell our audience a little bit about your professional background.
2: Yes, I I started my career in, in big company, grows up like many others, had a really nice executive career, led a large team, and in, mid, in my mid-40s, I said, you know, there's something else I can do with my life, and I ended up... Leaving that world and ended up in the retained executive search world, having met Rod McDermott and Chris Bull and gotten involved in this firm as it was in its early days, and it's no longer quite that way. I've been with them now for 11 years, and it's been quite an extraordinary uh, life experience for me.
1: So, when you left the corporate world, did you know this was, did you leave there for this, or were you in the process of deliberation and this seemed like the best thing for a variety of reasons?
2: No, I took a huge risk. I made the decision to find something new and uh, left that cushy job and didn't want to wait for the wait for the uh, golden parachute down the road. So it was a pretty extraordinary change that I made. But that helps me when I'm talking to people who are making big decisions like changing careers because I've been there. I kind of understand what it's like.
1: Right. You have empathy for them. So... Uh Most of our audience, a majority of our audience, are CEOs, business owners, top executives. But we also know there are mid-level executives and senior executives, senior vice presidents, who may be thinking and have that entrepreneurial bug. Off the top of your head, Jeff, any advice that you might be able to give to those people that are thinking about taking the leap like you took? Any lessons learned?
2: Uh, Yeah, just like happened with me and with you, Rick, everybody should be thinking about making certain that they're in a place where they feel truly inspired. Where they really believe that they are doing what they're on the planet to do and a lot of people in their in their careers suddenly find themselves not sure that that's the case and that's what occurs with a lot of folks who make a decision to make a change in their career or make a change in their role or their job or their company it's largely a function of maybe not being as fulfilled as they feel they need to be
1: and and i have a I thought about that, Jeff. Tell me how it sits with you. Sometimes it takes, it takes your career to reach a certain point where you sort of felt like, okay, I've achieved what I've set out to achieve before the realization comes. Well, is there anything more? You know, I'm so much chasing that goal. Now that I've gotten the goal, or at least close enough to it, you start looking around going, well, this maybe isn't all that I, this isn't enough.
2: I think, I think it happens largely, partly because you achieve something and realize this isn't fulfilling. But what happens is we just grow. When, we, when we've been around a while, we've got more of a foundation, and we have more perspective on what changes are occurring in our lives. We can see it more clearly. So when we're 25, when we're 30, we don't really know much about who we are. When we're 40 and when we're 45, we know a lot about who we are. Right. It's a big difference.
1: It is. And I know for myself, you know, you mentioned that we had similar paths and, and arc in my career. There was a certain point where I decided to leave corporate America and become an entrepreneur and start my own business. Um, you're a partner in your own business. Um, I feel like I'm able to use more of my genuine self in this, partly because it's my own company. I can show up however I feel, right? And the market responds to that. I always felt a little bit like I was conforming in the corporate world to what I thought was expected of me, or what I was told was expected of me.
2: Yeah, without question, it's a, it's freeing. Being an entrepreneur is freeing. It's also a little demanding. There's 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 a lot a, a lot expected. Right. But the freedom is power. Feeling like we can create. Our own path is a is a pretty wonderful way to place to be in life.
1: I think it is, and if the marketplace rewards you with who you are, it reinforces be more of yourself, right?
2: And and you're more and you're we're more we're much better at being ourselves than we are at being somebody else. When we faken it, we're not as effective,
1: right? Yeah. All right. We're talking with Jeff Black. He's partner at McDermott and Bull. So let's talk about McDermott and Bull, then, Jeff. Can you discuss and highlight what it is McDermott and Bull does? Kind of the focus of the firm and what makes your firm different?
2: Yeah, surely. First of all, McDermott and Bull is a retained executive search firm, which means we help companies fill key senior executive roles. Very specific requirements. Uh, it's a it's typically operating at the executive level. We also have a, a sister business that is part of our retained program called MB Interim Leaders. So we also help companies fill key needs on an interim basis. Mm. Uh, so we have a very broad set of relationships that we build over time. We, in fact, pr- provide lots of support to senior executives who are in transition. As a result of that, we build lots of relationships with talented folks. We are in the business of also offering those folks services to clients and re- companies that we know on an interim basis. So retained search, interim executive search, I- interim r- resources go hand in hand. And we're also part of a global consortium called Agilium, where we we have partner firms around the globe such that we're able to help companies for needs where we can directly serve them and we can also help connect them with other firms who we're, we're, who are partners of ours in other geographies around the world.
1: I would imagine that is a strategic advantage and almost a requirement for the type of clients that you serve as having a global footprint for them.
2: That's true. Uh, not all, not every client we serve is a global client, but a lot of them are, and you really need to be as broad as possible. Right. You also asked about what makes us different. Yes. Well, there's a lot of things that makes us make us different. One of the things that makes us different is I'm sitting here with you. What that means is we're involved in the community. We know people here in the community. We are part of it. We are very proud of the reputation that our firm has. Very seldom do we ever hear anybody say anything, but they trust us and they believe in us, which right. is a wonderful way to be. We're very good at what we do, but you have to maintain that reputation. We have a great presence in Southern California, especially, uh, and we are very engaged in the community. For instance, I'm on three nonprofit boards myself. My partners are all involved in nonprofit boards, and we are we're in the business of helping Business organizations and nonprofits succeed, as well as helping our clients succeed. Because what that allows us to do is build a really true community of people around. our And we feel like we're a, an integral player in that. So we're a firm that our that client our clients can trust, and we're a firm that has very deep resources and networks available to serve our clients on our, on a, kind of on a, on an immediate need basis. We
1: have about two minutes left before our first commercial break, Jeff, and I'm wondering. With your specific practice, can you just share a little bit as your focus in the marketplace? The kind of companies that you serve and help.
2: Yeah, we have uh, our firm isn't a, isn't a specialist. We do business with lots of kinds of firms. Primarily, uh, my focus is with companies that have a, a strong need for a, a, a trusted relationship. So there's great examples of companies that I serve. The restaurant industry is a favorite of mine. Panda Restaurant Group is a client of mine. Everybody's eating at Panda Express. Uh, very big company. A lot of great things happen in there. But I also have my own personal background in the aerospace industry, and I right. know that, wor- that world very well. Um, Ducommun and Megat are great clients of mine. The food industry, Golden State Foods, a big big player in Orange County, uh, but uh, but the real estate and bu- the real estate and building industries are also clients that i've enjoyed serving over the years and one last one that i enjoy talking about is the entertainment business honda center and the anaheim ducks are a client of mine and our firms and it's been great to be to play a role in helping watch them grow and change the way they interface with all of us as we are as we're guests at their great venue
1: wow the names that you said are names that are recognized by the audience, at least those in Southern California and maybe across the country that are listening to us live or later as a podcast, and they have great brand recognition, and they stand for something, and I think companies like that like to deal with people who have a similar reputation brand in the marketplace which makes a lot of sense to me i'm talking with jeff black he is partner of mcdermott and bull and we're going to take our first commercial break jeff when we come back i'm going to ask you to kind of talk us through the process of finding and selecting executive candidates who fit with the hiring firm so don't go anywhere ladies and gentlemen we'll be back in two minutes with jeff black of mcdermott and bull after these words from our commercial sponsors
3: dot com.
0: It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
1: And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live here on internet radio station, octalkradio.net, or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, I'd like to return to my interview with Jeff Black, partner at McDermott & Bull. Before the break, Jeff, I said I was going to ask you to talk about the process you use to find the fit for the candidate with
2: the hiring firm. Can you share your philosophy and your practice with our audience? Sure. You know, there's a lot of people that help companies fill roles, but not all of them care about what really matters within that company. You You mentioned earlier how a lot of the clients I talked about are companies that have a really strong image. They have a very strong brand. They also have a very strong set of values and culture. What my practice is really about, and we even nickname our practice the fit practice within McDermott and Bull, is to focus on understanding genuinely what is important in within a company. What really makes it what it is? What, really, what it stands for? Because what our job then is to do is get to know that so well that we can reflect it effectively, be a great advocate for our client. But the idea behind understanding that so well is then to get to know candidates at an essential level, go a little deeper than they may have expected. It's not just about what's on their resume. What matters is are they the kind of person that's going to belong in that company? Because let that company can have a wonderful set of values. If the person that joins them doesn't match up, and isn't going to create synergy within the company, it's going to be a disaster. The idea behind what we do is to get to know the company extremely well up front, which allows us then to, I think you, you were thinking, what maybe were the steps? The first step is first get to know the company. Okay. The, the idea is to spend a lot of time up front with the client to understand what really matters. Ask a lot of questions. Go a little deeper. Spend a little extra time we just kicked off a search recently with a new client here in Orange County and we just, we talked to 10 or 11 of the leaders in their organization to make sure we could have a really good feel so that's how we start the the purpose behind that is to know what we're going to talk about when we meet with candidates because when we talk to candidates we need to get inside their heads i had a i had a, can, a client a candidate recently who described me as uh, as th- that i got into her mind mm. in the in the interview process Not invasively, just by building a relationship, by being open and transparent, talking about what really matters to me and what we understand to matter to the the client makes candidates more comfortable. When they get comfortable, they share who they really are. Then you can know whether or not you've got the potential for a real good match. Share that with the client. Help the client nurture that through the the interview process uh, to ensure that by the time the selection is made, there's a high degree of confidence.
1: I haven't interviewed for a job for a long time, but I remember how stressful it is. And I can only imagine, Jeff, with the economy and all that's gone on and these C-level positions, there's a lot um, of head trash maybe that candidates have. And and you're trying to, coming up from a candidate's perspective, you're trying to fit the model of what you think they want in the position, and that can be somewhat challenging if it pulls you off your base, right? You may succeed in convincing them you're something that you're not. To get the job, and then what do you do when you show up your first day at work? It sounds like your model helps people to get to what really is important, which is show up who you really are.
2: Yeah, because you know what's really important? It's not just that it, the person fits for the company, but that the company fits for the candidate. Two-way fit is what Mac makes the, the marriage really work. I think of this, I've been married almost 34 years. Congratulations. That's what it's about, is a marriage between a candidate, a leader, who's going to be a difference maker in that company, and that company. Because when that marriage is right, everybody around that relationship benefits. Every other employee, every customer of the company, every constituent that's involved at all in, in any way is greatly impacted by that relationship, so that marriage has to be really right. And you have to make sure that you let the candidate understand what's true about the company so that they aren't fooled, and let the company understand what's true about the candidate so that they aren't fooled.
1: And I want to go back to what you said as the first step in your process, which is interviewing and really kind of learning what the DNA, the culture. I agree with you. Brand and culture. Uh, Tony Shea said your culture is your brand. And so, you know, what you have inside the walls is what the marketplace will ultimately figure out that you are. Um, so, but, but I'm wondering, as you take a new client or an existing client through this deliberative process, do, do you ever come across something that maybe surprises them? Or a, a view of who they are that maybe they didn't position to you. I mean, are you? I would think that process might help to uncover some things that maybe they don't even realize because they can't see the forest for the trees. Well, sometimes
2: that may happen, but I don't. I don't fashion myself a psychologist for companies, so I don't try and pre- 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 prepare, pre- pretend that I'm that. Okay. What is important though is to spend enough time up front to break down the real need and the real requirement to a level such that we can all really have a clear understanding of what is important because what happens then is you build trust between yourself as a provider of a service and the client that trust is what ends up being powerful because as the project goes along and sometimes the decisions are difficult to make and you're having tough time deciding between people the more trust that's built the more i can allow my my client the benefit of my counsel in terms of what they might not be seeing about how they're making their decisions so it isn't necessarily about me being a psychologist. Okay. It's, it's more about me building trust and being able to share insight that I've gained along the way.
1: And when you engage a new client with your process, the, the process that focuses on fit, do you find
2: um, how do you find they respond to that? They respond to it really nicely after they've gotten used to it because it's <laughs> like new. anything new right Because yeah. it's new. I mean they often think of search people as as just resume slingers. Well, that's not the that's not the process that we're going to run. Right. With them. We use a lot of really unique tools. We've got proprietary tools that we've developed. One called our Fit Diagnostic that we use to help us up front. We spend lots of time developing behavioral questions that we use with candidates to match up with the right success traits that we've helped to identify, and we've identified collaboratively with our client. Hmm. We are willing to share those with our client as well. So. The kind of and we and we're happy to use instruments to help to assess candidates too, because it's nice to have various ways to view, to such that you can have increase the the confidence level in the decisions that you're making.
1: So Orange County feels like a large market, but I'd have to believe from your perspective, touching the kind of clients and the C-level executives that you work with, in some ways, it's not that big of a market. Is that a fair assessment, or is it not? In other words, I mean the. How many candidates are there in Southern California for specific positions? Really, at the level that you're recruiting for? Yeah,
2: it's there's a lot of great talent. That not not all of that talent is actually interested in moving. So there's a relatively limited number of perfect solutions. Right. Our objective is to c- convey a message strong enough such that the perfect perfect solutions are drawn to our client. And so it's it's not a, it's it's not an, a simple process. It's not easy in any way. Uh, but it is magic when it happens because there's really usually only one or two really ideal people for any role that a client needs to fill.
1: I would think that to be true. We're talking with Jeff Black. He is partner at McDermott & Bull. You know, Jeff, we asked the guiding principle question here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Of all the things you've learned uh, and the lessons and experiences you've had, can you talk to us about how you manage your practice, kind of what's your overarching belief system?
2: Yeah. uh, It's real easy for me to do that, too. Fit makes the world a better place in almost every way. For me, when when I was in my corporate life, I didn't really fit anymore. When I got into this world and I started to be around extraordinary people like you, Rick, I realized how much I fit. That's the role that I play, and that's the guiding principle for myself. I always think everything I'm doing, I need to belong, Mm -hmm. and everybody that I'm serving, I need to help them feel like they belong more effectively where they are.
1: Wow. That's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I can't let you leave without asking you to discuss the state of the labor market for executive talent in Southern California.
2: Well, things are going actually rather well. The national trends might not have caught up with us yet, but what I'm finding is companies are more confident. There's more change occurring. We're finding candidates more confident about the overall economy, and they're therefore more willing to make changes in their careers. For some years during the recession, nobody would move. So we're seeing confidence in companies that are willing to grow. We're seeing confidence in candidates. That's exciting for us for the long term because we really believe that really talented people are going to have a lot of opportunities to to take advantage of going forward.
1: Because the pendulum really uh, seemed to have swung. You know, there's an employer-employee kind of pendulum in my mind where, you know, I guess ideally it would be where it's perfectly in the middle and there's people looking and the, everybody has an equal hand in the negotiation. But uh, uh, it feels like we're moving a little bit more towards where there's more abundance of positions and people are willing to look. Yeah, I would think in 2009, 10, 11, you didn't want to be the newest hire on the executive team, right? <laughs> Just in case something didn't go the way it was planned. True. You had the least amount of loyalty and cred to maybe stay around. So uh, it's, it's encouraging to see that high-level talent is looking for the opportunities maybe to take the next step in their career as well. Yes. All right. Uh, final question. I don't want to leave it on a challenge note, so I'm going to ask you. Tell me about growth. W- where do you see McDermott and Bull, your practice, moving in the future now that we're you know, focused on the future and growth?
2: My personal objective is to get to know more and more companies that really know what matters to them, what really makes them what they are, there's a lot of them. I'm not the right guy for, for companies that don't really care about mm. who fits where. That's not for me. There's other people that can do that. Our firm is growing rapidly as well. One of the biggest challenges that we face is we have a desire to grow more rapidly than we can find ex- extraordinary people that can come in and serve in a consultancy role and become partners in our firm. We're looking to grow, so we're always excited about that opportunity. My personal practice is all about companies that really have a strong belief in what matters most to them because that's what I'm really good at helping them match.
1: Wow. That is, uh, again, that's a great answer. Thank you, Jeff Black, partner at McDermott & Bull. If someone would like to learn more about you or the firm, how do they find you online?
2: Our website is mbsearch.com, mbmaryboysearch.com. Feel free to reach out to me or any of my partners any time. We can help you understand how we might be able to help your company as it grows. And senior executives who are in transition or are looking for support, we welcome you reaching out to us as well.
1: And I have to say from personal experience, when I left the corporate world, you personally and your firm... Uh, made the transition a little bit easier for me because it's unknown when you've spent your whole career in the corporate world and all of a sudden you're out on your own that's a scary thing in the beginning but to be able to come to some of the events that you had and be around other people i believe in the power of peer learning and you gave me an early opportunity to see sh- how powerful that can be when you're around other people who are in a similar place as you and you kind of get strength from that and you get a kind of gentle hand that helps you to think more clearly about the situation so i want to publicly say thank you for what you did for me seven years ago
2: wow well that's nice of you to say but you know it's just a reminder that we have a responsibility to serve everybody that we are come in contact with we have an opportunity to lift everybody up that we meet and uh, our firm is proud of playing a role in getting to do that as well.
1: I think that's that's a wonderful service that you guys provide to the community, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm, there's legions of people listening to this show, either live or as a podcast, that would agree with me that McDermott and Bull has been very helpful for them throughout their career. So I want to thank you for being a friend of the program, a part of our community. We're going to have to have you back on. Continue success, Jeff Black. <laughs> Thanks so much, Rick. All right. We're going to take our second commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Don't go anywhere, because in two minutes, three minutes, maybe, we're going to come back and talk with john twist who's the vice president of the franchise for batteries plus bulbs right
4: after these words from our commercial sponsors when it comes to pioneers in their respective industries we all know the apples starbucks and trader joe's of the world in the realm of recruiting decision toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret
0: If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, review your strategic plans and tactical goals, and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO peer groups. CEO peer groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business.
1: Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our show. We delivered over 20,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions last month. To learn more, contact our advertising department, 949-887-4104. All of our shows can be found from our website, criticalmass FOR All right. As promised, our second guest is on the line, and I'd like to welcome John Twist, Vice President of the Franchise for Batteries Plus Bulbs. John, welcome to the program. Hi, Rick. Let's talk a little bit about your background, John. Can you give us kind of the thumbnail sketch of your professional experience that predates your current role with Batteries Plus Bulbs?
5: Yeah, certainly. I have, uh, I have been in the battery industry since 1980, so in the industry talk, I guess I'm known as a battery boob. Uh, having worked in the industry for so long, I uh, have worked with battery manufacturers. Uh, I have worked with all channels of distribution, including wholesale distributors, uh, dealers, retailers, wholesale clubs, etc. So I guess through and through, I've had a a lengthy and long career uh, specifically for in the battery industry, so I'm kind of a battery guy.
1: okay, well you know i I don't know that all of us appreciate how much technology has played a part in the, the kind of the growth of batteries and the adoption of batteries and so many and since you've been in the industry thirty plus years, you've probably seen how technology has advanced the applications for batteries as well.
5: Oh absolutely. and it, you know batteries it's funny, it's something that everybody, um, you know, pretty much takes for granted. But when you stop and think and, and really take stock in it, batteries are such an important part of our lives because so many so many devices, so many things, so many applications that, that we all have and businesses rely upon are, in fact, battery-powered. And, and what's happened over the years is, uh, and we've all experienced it, more and more, of our, of our devices, more and more things are, are battery-powered. And the technology is really uh, what is uh, uh, largely and in part driven uh, has driven this. And I'll give you a great example. Um, you know, just what's happened with the, the batteries that power, for example, consumable consumer electronics. Uh, years ago, we all remember, at least the, the older listeners will remember, when cameras had film. And, and then cameras would, uh, th- then they progressed so they became digital. And a lot of us will recall they were powered by standard AA-type alkaline batteries. Well, they didn't last very long, and that was replaced by uh, uh, NICAD batteries, which we may remember would plug into the wall and they get recharged and use them again and again. And now th- they were, in fact, replaced by lithium batteries, which are, you know, no more, they're, they're actually smaller than the size of a sugar pack. And and now uh, all of our smartphones contain you know awesome uh, cameras, and smartphone batteries are powered by even smaller batteries. So the the, the evolution of technology and what it's meant in terms of, of powering mobile powered devices is just uh, you know we take it for granted, but it's really remarkable.
1: It is, and as you were going through that technology evolution, I'm also thinking, and that's also part of the challenge because there are so many form factors. Technology that powers them, different devices that need them, that that creates a market opportunity for a firm like Batteries Plus Bulbs. So I'm wondering if you can highlight what your firm does, the focus, and what makes your firm different in the marketplace.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, well, we're a national chain specializing in, in retail and business-to-business batteries and light bulbs and and related products. Uh, we've been in the business for twenty five years and our network consists of more than six hundred stores uh, across the country that are independently owned and operated or franchise locations and uh, in forty seven states and what we do is provide consumers and businesses with with hard to find uh, batteries and light bulbs that's our specialty hard to find unique batteries and light bulbs uh, that that people need and businesses need and what, what really makes us unique is we've got the broadest, absolutely by far, uh, the broadest assortment of, of batteries and bulbs with expert knowledge, you know, customer service, delivery, recycling, and, and that's really what differentiates us from other, from other outlets. Nobody has the, the breadth of assortment, the expertise, the ability to provide all these services. In fact, our stores all have the ability to assemble battery packs. Test batteries, refurbish batteries, uh, and now we've even begun to uh, repair mobile devices like uh, smartphones and tablets. So it's a it's a value proposition that is really unique to us. No one else does it, and uh, you know business has been great.
1: So take me back to 1988. I think you said uh, batteries plus started the firm started in 1988. What was the Inspiration for the founders to pick this segment and this industry to create a brand and a supply chain and all the rest of the things that Batteries Plus Bulbs now offers?
5: Yeah, it's really an interesting story. Our founder actually had a history and his experience was in the auto parts business. Mm. Uh, in fact, he was a senior executive with, with Napa and had this vision for a battery store. And he partnered with an automotive battery Wholesale distributor in Wisconsin, and, and formed this this concept, and it was it was a battery store. And early on, as you can appreciate, the the, the store was mostly oriented toward, I guess, conventional batteries that we all would think of, you know, batteries for cars and trucks and boats and you know fairly conventional lead-based uh, batteries. And it was, and the model was complemented with things like uh, starters and alternators and. And belts and things like that, but it was really, really limited in terms of of, of batteries. But he had this vision uh, about how batteries may evolve, and you know, here we are, fast forward twenty five years later, and you know, who knew that that there'd be you know forty thousand unique battery types, um, you know, in demand uh, for both consumers and businesses. So the, the business has changed, I mean, dramatically over those twenty five years, and. And now, of course, why automotive batteries is a significant part of our business, it's it's only one product category. And 25 years ago, it was like the product category. So it's changed I think,
1: incredibly. Talk to me about the driving force behind the expansion in your industry, then, because it's certainly complex. It's hard to find. I mean, I I guess I I get that, but. What are you seeing as being a drive, uh, being yourself a driving force within your industry? But what what are what is the driving force behind your part of the industry?
5: Yeah, it's a great question. So it's really it's a number of things. Uh, first of all, battery technology has really driven device proliferation, and you know I, m- I mentioned the one example with uh, the digital camera. Uh, there are you know dozens and dozens of examples where the battery chemistry, the battery technology continues to evolve where batteries have a much higher energy density ratio than, than predecessor technologies, which has made batteries more powerful and smaller that uh, enables device manufacturers to make their devices smaller. And we're a mobile society that, that demands and, and loves portability. So as technology to power these devices increases, and the ability of the device manufacturers to produce, you know, cooler, more sophisticated, uh, you know, devices that that can run on batteries, it's created this explosion of the number of of battery-powered devices. And many of these devices take unique battery sizes that, you know, no other channel of distribution is equipped to manage and handle. You know, a typical Batteries Plus bulb store has 850 unique individual battery types. And about 650 unique light bulbs, and you, you just don't find that type of availability in the you know traditional retail channels of distribution to handle that kind of replacement demand. So, our business is being driven by this expansion, this ongoing expansion in the population of battery-powered devices, and of course now with the transition of of lighting from old hundred-year-old uh, Thomas Business style incandescent bulbs to newer technology like LED, that's absolutely driving the business, and it's driving our company.
1: You mentioned Napa is kind of the predecessor, or at least the, the, you know one of your founders had experience there in the auto parts industry. If one of right. our listeners were to walk into a batteries plus bulbs store, what's that experience like? Can you just give us a quick walk around of what a store looks like?
5: I can. Uh, first of all, you'll find a, a very crisply merchandise store with the clearly set-aside Um, categorization of different kinds of batteries, and and virtually everything we have to sell, everything, every solution that we provide is on display. So we don't, it's not in the back room, it's not in the shelf, it's all out there for you to see. And I think the first thing a a visitor would notice is, uh, wow, these guys have a lot of different things.
1: They got a lot of batteries plus bulbs in this place. I
5: it, it, tell you, I hear that every time someone walks in the first time, they say, "Wow, I had no idea that, that, that I had no idea there even were these number of you know these types of different types of batteries."
1: Yeah, and who bulbs.
5: knew? Who knew? Uh, we're an assisted sale, so uh, I'm absolutely certain you'd be greeted with a, a friendly and knowledgeable and engaging associate who will likely ask you what brings you in today. Uh, is, it, is it for your business or is it for something personal? Um, effectively, people walk into our store with a device or or something that doesn't work. Either it's their, their battery-powered device or something that requires light bulb, and they walk in, they're engaged with the associate, we uh, will very quickly determine what the solution is, we will propose the, the appropriate solution. Perhaps there's options. We'll describe the features, benefits. Uh, you make your choice. Uh, we'll help you, you know, decide what's the right solution, and you will leave with your device working. That's the biggest thing. You you walk in, your device doesn't work, your light bulb, whatever your lighting needs are, you walk out, and your problem is solved. And uh, that's our value proposition.
1: That's a powerful value proposition. I'm talking with John, is. John Twist, who is the vice president of the franchise for Batteries Plus Bulbs. We're going to take our third and final commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. John, when we come back... You talked about using a franchise model, and I want to go off script for a second and and ask if you might be able to define and describe the typical successful franchisee partner who gets gets to work with Batteries Plus Bulbs. Will you do that for us when we come back? Absolutely, love to. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be back with John Twist after these words from our commercial sponsors.
6: <laughs> There's something uniquely positive about the word up. When things are good, things are looking up. When you want to go fast, you speed up. And when you're really cheering, you stand up. So when you want to move up, what do you do? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's degree or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up better than virtually everyone else, and that university is Brandman. Brandman University is ranked by U.S. News & World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs. And it ranked best in the state of California. Brandman also received top honors from U.S. News and World Report for our online graduate programs in business and education. Plus, our programs are available on ground at more than 25 convenient campuses. So to wrap things up, we recommend you look us up at brandman.edu. That's brandman.edu. And find out how to move up like never before. Brandman University. Move up. This is the sound of a flat-screen television hurled off a building. Now the new bike your kid wants. These are the things you could have all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Use ENERGY STAR light bulbs and appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council.
1: Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I want to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on internet radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes stitcher.com and other business oriented podcasting services I'd like to return to our interview my interview with John Twist who is vice president of franchise for batteries plus bulbs for the break John is going to ask you to just share kind of the profile of a successful franchisee who works with batteries plus bulbs
5: sure well as you can appreciate we, uh, we have owners that have joined our system that come to us from a wide variety of backgrounds certainly we see people who have uh, completed uh, their uh, engagement in corporate America, either uh, by their own choice or someone else's choice. Uh, they they look to control their own destiny. Perhaps uh, start a business and create a legacy for their family. Uh, perhaps they've been a business owner in the past and wanted to uh, get into a business that has a, a longer runway, if you will, with um, you know, with a bright future. So we, we have people that come to us from a, a wide variety of backgrounds, that, but you know they, they typically all have the common the fact that they they want to be they want to be in control. They don't want to have their their future determined by somebody else, and they they look for a business that has stability and uh, that has staying in power. and And the fact that we're a needs based consumable product business we're not sexy we're not trendy we're not subject to wild fluctuations in consumer behavior uh, we're just a steady needs-based business and that's attractive to people who want to uh, establish a business that that they know is going to be here today and they know it's going to be here tomorrow and, uh, and and they see the fact that we've got you know after 25 years in the business well-established processes uh, w- well-established disciplines Uh, The the demand for the product is strong, the system is strong, and and they look for that type of support from us. So, you know, the the people that come to us look for those types of uh, of benefits that, that we can offer.
1: This is a national show, I would uh, argue it's an international show since we're on internet radio, but we also have a large following here in Southern California of business executives and CEOs of middle market companies. John, can you give us a sense for your footprint here in Southern California from locations? And I know you're, you have an appetite to grow your outlets in Southern California right. as well.
5: Right. Well, as we've grown over the years, we have, uh, we've actually found ourselves in a sold out position in, in many parts of the country and, uh, and we see Southern California as the, uh, as the growth engine for us and the system over the next uh, X number of years. Today we have, uh, in Southern California, we have 10 stores uh, that are operational, and uh, we're looking to add, I don't know, 50, 60 uh, additional stores because clearly the population density, the business density, the demand for batteries and light bulbs is so huge. That we're we're really looking to grow and develop with entrepreneurs who want to own their own business, who want to be part of a, a growth opportunity with a you know a stable uh, you know proven concept. And to do that, we're offering some very uh, uh, I guess lucrative incentives to support new franchisees who want to get into the system in Southern California. And the incentives are all designed to assist a new owner. Uh, get the cash flow positive quickly, you know, by providing financing on some of the initial investment, by providing rent subsidies, by providing advertising support, by providing uh, aggressive product discount support, so they can be assertive in driving commercial sales. So we've assembled this program in the called the CalDev program to provide entrepreneurs who would like to own their own business and develop in Southern California. The opportunity—the opportunity to do so with with this support from Batters Plus Bulbs.
1: Well, it's great that you're on the program then, because you're reaching a, a target demographic for you. Hopefully, it'll drive some interest in your brand and in your franchise opportunity. So, time will tell. I'm glad you're a guest, and you kind of shared that with our audience. I, I didn't realize that we were such a target market for your firm. I'm I'm glad I asked oh, the question.
5: Yeah, I am too. It's absolutely, um, you know, one of the. One of the, the best opportunities that, that we have or that, that exists, having had great success, uh, you know, in other states like, you know, Florida sold out, Texas is about done, but, you know, Southern California with, I don't know, 23, 25 million people, um, def- and everybody uses batteries and everybody uses bulbs, and we've got them. That's what, we're, uh, that's what we're excited
1: about. I'm talking with John Twist, who's vice president of franchise for batteries plus bulbs. And, you know, we, we've kind of focused, I felt I focus a lot on the batteries, and I don't want the bulbs to get jealous. So I, I, I had a question. You know, this switch away from incandescent bulbs, that may be a pain for some people, but is that a market opportunity for your firm?
5: You know, it's it's absolutely remarkable what's going on with this business. Um, incandescent bulbs have been uh, legislated out of existence, and, and you know, rightfully so, because they're incredibly inefficient. And it's a technology that's been around uh, literally a hundred years. And uh, there's such great technology that exists today for more energy efficient solutions, like compact fluorescent, the little twisty bulbs that people used to hate, but. They've, they've changed and improved so much. And, and, and more recently, LEDs, which are, have been evolving at an unbelievable pace. And, and today, uh, there are lighting solutions that exist that we can support and provide expertise on that will allow businesses and homeowners to convert to energy-saving alternatives, um, get, the, get the, the lighting look, the lighting feel that they want, and save a huge amount of energy uh, in doing so. And many times the utility companies in the area actually support the conversion from old incandescent to these newer technologies with energy rebates, which in some cases can make the transition cost, uh, you know, break even. So you can actually convert your business to these new energy-saving lamps, and it would cost you virtually nothing, and you can take advantage of the energy savings, which are very real and quite significant. Almost immediately, and that and,
1: uh, so we, I'm sorry. I was. Ahead. I was just going to say that sounds like a real consultative sell because you, you sort of know your look and feel of what the lights were when they were incandescent, and you don't want, especially in a business environment where productivity is so important, you don't want to radically. I wouldn't think change the lighting uh, because you have to go to an LED or just a compact fluorescent or something else. So I would think that's an opportunity to come to an expert to make sure your employees don't feel. You know, change. You've radically changed your lighting environment.
5: Well, it, it is, and there's so many options now. And before, in a, in a large, let's take a, a commercial endeavor, uh, most of the time you'd see four foot, you know, fluorescent tubes illuminating the area. Uh, and today, in which were you know horribly inefficient. And today, to light that same area, there are so many different lighting options that that we can provide. To give you the lighting experience that you want, maybe the four-foot fluorescents weren't giving you the lighting that you wanted. Yeah, so we can provide the, the expertise, the consultation, uh, the solution that you want. Quantify uh, the light conversion invest the, the lamp conversion investment costs with the energy savings, and show every individual business user about about what, what the conversion costs are, what the energy savings are, and what the how many months to recover your initial investment on those lamps are. And it's it's just amazing when we show people uh, what the solutions, what the options are, because they didn't know. And, and people today are faced with terminologies they've never heard of before, like lumen output and color rendering index. I mean, years ago, not that long ago, you know, you, you go to the store and you throw a 75-watt, four-pack of bulbs in your cart, you're done.
1: Yeah, I went soft white, right? That was about as sophisticated as we got yeah. back in the incandescent yeah. days. Well, that was it. We referred to you during the commercial break here as a Bob, a bulbologist. So we, we, we think that you, <laughs> you have a you have a master's in bulbology, and uh, and I think that's important. Um, we have about a minute left here on the on the program, and I, I just had a I guess I need a quick wrap up thought on. Uh, I saw your business model as a walk in trade, Your storefront. People came in with a question. Maybe that's the battery business, but it feels like to me with the bulb changeover in consulting there may also be an opportunity for your franchisees to be out in the community to sort of be doing consultative work is is that fair or did i misunderstand
5: no it's absolutely fairness it's dead accurate Uh, our business is is a is a combination of both consumer retail but also business to business uh, uh support so we'll sell to business end users both batteries and bulbs uh, the batteries and bulbs they use in their business. Let me give you a great example real quick. Hotels are a terrific business-to-business uh, end-use. They use, obviously, lots of lighting uh, on the exterior. They've got common area lighting, guest rooms, hallways, pools, bars, restaurants, conference rooms, ballrooms. And on the battery side, they all use batteries for every key card. Door lock has battery packs, room safes, uh, standby power for the front desks two-way radios, cordless tools, outdoor power equipment, floor scrubbing equipment for ballrooms. So the list goes on and on. And we support these kinds of businesses that use batteries involved every day in their business. So it's a very significant element of our business model selling to these types of business end users.
1: Okay, so I have to believe that somebody or more people in the audience, either live, listening on octalkradio.net, or as a podcast off of iTunes or Stitcher goes, wow, I want to learn more about Batteries Plus bulbs. How do they find you online, John? What's your website?
5: It's very simple. It's uh, batteriesplus.com uh, is our website, and if you visit the website, you'll see a very clearly a tab that says Own a Franchise, and you click on that, it will take you to a completely separate uh, website with all the information. Uh, that you'll need. It'll take you step by step on what you need to know and you can engage in the process uh, very quickly by just uh, filling out a quick little form with your name and phone number and uh, we'll be in touch.
1: And if somebody needs a battery or a bulb and they want to find a location that might be near them, is there a store locator on your website as well?
5: There, There is the same website batteriesplus.com. You can find the battery or bulb you need. There's a store locator function that will direct you to the uh, nearest location, and if, in fact, you uh, choose not to or there isn't one convenient, you can actually buy a battery or a bulb on the website, pay with a credit card, and we'll ship it to you.
1: Well, John Twist, this has been fun. Time has flown by. I appreciate your time. Thanks for being a friend of the program, and welcome to our business community here for Critical Mass. Appreciate it very
5: much, Rick. Thanks for the time.
1: All right. That was John Twist, Vice President of the Franchise for Batteries Plus Bulbs. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed our radio show today and that the two interviews maybe have provided you with some new ideas or inspiration that you can use to make better and more informed decisions, not only for your business but maybe a career decision as well. Uh, this show has been brought to you by our commercial sponsors, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and the center club i'd like to thank today's engineer paul roberts our producer crystal nunley our guest coordinator kathleen shepherd and our social media manager asia celestino i'm your host rick franzi if you'd like to learn more about critical mass for business or you want to refer a future guest or advertise please visit our website criticalmassforbusiness.com. until the next show i hope that all of your decisions move your company in a positive direction